Good afternoon, Rocks and Roots listeners. This will be another solo episode with just me. Uh, Tumbles was off doing some family stuff yesterday, so I took the opportunity to go out with another friend of mine and hit the trail that I was supposed to hit a couple of weeks ago when I did my last solo episode. So I'm going to start calling these bonus episodes. So this is a bonus episode. Yesterday, uh, my friend and I hit the Sam's Point Preserve. This is located on the highest section of the Shawnagunk Mountains. It's also the most southerly section of Minnewaska State Park. The area comprises approximately 5,000 acres and contains a globally rare community of altitude pitch barrens. Can you tell I'm reading off their fucking website? The pitch barrens and the matrix of the matrix of the chestnut oak forest that surrounds them provide habitat for abundant flora and fauna, both rare and common. It is also home to Lake <clears throat> Maratanza, which uh, we did not stop at, and contains uh, Verkurter Falls, which is a spectacular 187-foot waterfall. Um, oh, I didn't realize that that was on private property, but <clears throat> they are not shitting you. It is a spectacular waterfall, but I will get there. The height the um the main draw of this trail and this park would be the ice caves though so let me give you some stats on the ice caves so the ice caves are a maze of rock crevices and caves um where ice can linger into the summer it is <clears throat> literally a 30 to 40 temperature degrees difference um, from the outside air walking into these caves. So let's get into um, the thing that we usually bitch about on this podcast, the reservation system. So in order to even be allowed on the property of Sam's Point, you have to register with the state of New York at reserveamerica.gov. It costs $10. They invade your privacy to a great degree because you have to give them how many people you are going with. You have to give them your license plate number. Um, And you have to do it 24 hours minimum in advance. You also, there are sessions. I mentioned this last time I attempted to do this hike and I recorded the episode. There's a 9 a.m. session and a 2 p.m. session. So I was able to get my friend and I in for the 9 a.m. session, jumped through all of the hoops, rolled up. You have to wait in a line while they check everyone's license plate they count the number of people in your car and they record all of that information so of course i started fucking with the parkies and when she came over 
she asked how many people are in your vehicle. So I held up two fingers, but then I said, there are 72 small midgets in the back. And she's taken it back. She's like, what? You have like two small people in the back? It's like, no, ma'am. Uh, I'm just fucking with you. Relax. She's like, oh, okay. No worries. So <clears throat> my friend turned to me and said, you know, maybe this is an advantage. Um, if the government bureaucracy is going to be this stupid, maybe we can defeat it. <laughs> maybe we can rule them. I was like, maybe. Um, and that was fun. But bottom line, we're still sitting here in a line and I paid the stupid $10 on top of the taxes that we already pay to get into what is supposed to be public land. So we pulled in just like um, Gertrude knows. The visitor center is really nice, so at least you're getting something for your $10. You start the hike out basically on a gravel road. Uh, it, it's a gradual climb. And then at about <clears throat> two tenths, maybe three tenths of a mile in, you hit a stairway and you can shoot up the stairway. They did a lot of really, really nice work. I don't know if this was CCC make work or if they did this um, later on. Uh, <clears throat> have to look into the history of the park itself but they did a really good job cutting a stairway into the rock, head up. A very nice lookout off of Sam's Point Lookout. Saw a nasty-ass turkey buzzard. Took some pictures. And then, again, you are walking along. They call them carriage roads. Um, maybe they were footpaths or carriage paths back in the 18th century. I don't know, but they are gravel roads. This is not really a trail. I would not call this a strenuous hike. Veer off, veer off to your right. Uh, keep doing that. It's marked. There was no navigational skills needed for this hike. Zero. Um, you can load up your all trails. In fact, let me give you the quick stats as to... You know what? Never mind. We'll do that at the end. So, you can load up your all trails, but you will not need it. And then, you hit the main attraction, the ice caves. The ice caves are fantastic. So, you start heading down some stairs that they have cut into the rocks into caverns crevasses and literal caves and it is a really really nice loop it's um as their website describes scenichudson.org scrambling through the maze of rock crevices that is exactly right uh sections are actual caverns where it would be pitch dark but they have set up a solar panel which powers some motion sensor lights. I was disappointed. I would much prefer them to post signage uh, warning you in advance that you will need a headlamp. Um, but you could actually get, if they didn't have those lights there, that you could actually get through it with your cell phone flashlight as well. Uh, but my friend reminded me, you know, the first person 
<clears throat> that slips on the wet boards in the dark and fucks themselves up. There goes the park. So there is that. But <clears throat> there, um, it reminded me a lot of Old Rag Mountain and some of the caverns and crevices there, but this is much more extensive. I will post pictures because it is hard to describe, but there it was ice there. <clears throat> On June the 4th, there was still ice. So shipping ice in from Canada or going up to places like this is how um, they used to get ice back in the day, which is why in the 18th century, ice cream was only a rich person's treat and it was extremely expensive it was a sign of wealth to serve ice cream especially in the summer it meant that you could afford to import ice so once you go through the maze there's a couple of ladders um i'm i'm not going to do it justice check the instagram it it's just really really cool that this is there and that it is this close so you come out of there, there's another awesome overlook uh, met. It was really nice. A father and a son whose son was dragging his dad along and getting him into hiking. So that was good to see. We told them about <clears throat> Breakneck and some of the other trails in the area. And then uh, head back along the carriage road <clears throat> and make a right to the falls to uh i apologize to verter verter kill falls again i am probably butchering the pronunciation of that but it is spelled v-e-r-k-e-e-r-d-e-r -E 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 kill falls it's a 1.7 hike, 1.7 mile hike out from that trailhead to the falls. And that is a pretty nice hike as well. You march along an escarpment um, and there were a shit ton of blueberries out. Uh, also, um, you know, the person that I was hiking with is even better at plants than Tumbles and I. So he was pointing out sweet sage which you can use to make a uh, delicious tea, and sassafras. So I will be posting those in the Instagram so that you can see them. Um, <clears throat> really, really fantastic area for low pines, blueberries, which are invasive as fuck. There was obviously a fire that had taken out a lot of the pines, and the blueberries had just come in and just took over. So those are going to be amazing in a month. Um, I'll have to go back and do some harvesting. So <clears throat> we met. There is a lot because this is such a regulated trail. And you can see some really cool shit without doing a lot of hardcore hiking. There were a lot of what I call tourist People who don't normally hike, but are out to do a little bit of sightseeing, have a little bit of an adventure, take the kids along, and that is absolutely fine. That is amazing. <clears throat> but 
you do get some really interesting questions and because people don't know what they are doing a lot of people hiking in jeans um i can't imagine the chafing is going to feel good on that at the end of the day families asking us how many more minutes to the falls it's like um i don't know about minutes sir that depends on how fast you and your children are able to hike I can tell you it's 1.7 miles from the trailhead, and we've been hiking about three-tenths of a mile, so maybe 1.4 miles. The average person hikes about two miles an hour, so you're maybe looking at 45 minutes. I have no idea how many minutes. I can only tell you the mileage. <clears throat> so, got out to the falls. They're a little tricky to find. Um, the trail just kind of it continues on to an area called High Point, which we did not hit. But this section, the trail kind of peters out, and you are rock hopping across uh, the stream that leads down into the falls. And then if you want, you can pick the trail up again. But uh, you have to veer off to your right and go off the trail to get a good look at the falls. Falls are spectacular. There is some rainbow action. Uh, unless you take the shortcut by jumping off and falling down there, you're not going to be able to get down there. Uh, you're literally just looking at them from above on the trailhead, but the stream offers a good spot. <clears throat> dunk your head in, dunk your feet in, get refreshed. We hung out. Um, delicious, untapped, Vermont maple syrup energy packs revived me from the hot sun. And then we just kind of beelined it back to the parking lot. Um, gradual uphill on the way back, that 1.7 miles, until you pop out at the main carriage road. And then it is just a short jaunt back down to the parking lot. Again, Lots of different people out there. Um, we saw all sorts of kind of people. So again, don't give me this garbage that the trail is racist. Those are the highlights. I will hit uh, the Instagram with some photos, and that's where you're really going to get a sense of what this trail is like. Um, <clears throat> heading home, there's a, if you are heading south from that point, there's a fucking delicious um, Buffalo Wild Wings. Wow. Good job, Cranky. Buffalo Wild Wings right off of Route 17. So um, there's all sorts of shit there for post-hike munchies. This morning, I did a video where I did uh, the absolute best with the ferro rod and starting a fire. So I'm going to post that up on the TikTok. So, which is a good segue into the socials. So we are rocks underscore and underscore roots underscore pod. We are also on TikTok. We are on Patreon. Please look for us. Please consider contributing. Um, the listenership is steady and ever slightly increasing and the podcast service and um, 
Zoom. Wow, I'm doing great today. Most professional podcast on the fucking internet, folks. The Zoom costs money each month. So please, if you are listening and enjoying, please help us uh, consider helping us out with that. And this is going to be a really short one because that's the fucking trail. We did an interview this week with a lovely um, hiker from Tennessee. She hikes Tennessee on Instagram, so be on the lookout for that episode. Thank you very much. That's all for now.